0: ESPN Radio for Savannah and the Low Country. ESPN Radio 1400 and 104.3 WSEG, Savannah. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report.
1: Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. and That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On
0: ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM
2: 104.3. I'm gonna die!
1: Good morning, Savannah and the low country. Welcome to the Call Democrats Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. And I'm Call Demossi. I'm your host for the next two hours, nine until eleven, and we're talking local sports. Let's talk local sports all day long. That's what I love to do, and I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And I'm glad you could join me, whether it's for five minutes, 15 minutes. Hey, just tune right-tune in right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah and Hilton Head 104.3 FM and AM 1400. Did Bryan County Redskins and we'll have a defensive player that had 10 tackles against Vidalia and he was a standout. He won the and mark WJCL and ESPN radio player of the week this week and now was Ben Wright. Remember if you want to nominate somebody just go to the Coastal Source Frank Silkowski, find the player of the week and give him a text. I mean, give him a message. Tell him you got somebody that deserves to be the uh, athlete of the week. I mean, so, you know, let's get excited about it. I mean, uh, you know, Benedictine's off to an unbelievable run, and Ben Wright's going to give us his perspective from the player's point of view. He's stand uh, standout on the defense. He's a defensive back, so uh, I'm excited about that one. And then we're going to talk to the new guy. Yes, college basketball is 12 days away. We're going to talk to the interim head men's basketball coach at Armstrong Atlantic State, and that's Evans Evans Davis, so that's what we got coming up, we got a good show lined up, stay tuned, hop in your car, listen for five minutes, get out of your car, go to the internet, you, go, you can go to the internet to listen to it, so uh, you can listen on AM 1400, we're all over the place, scoreboard time, let's talk about the Braves, now they're playing for home field advantage in the NL playoff series. They already clinched the spot. They already got home field advantage for the first round, but they're tied right now with the Cardinals for having home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs. And uh, despite 13 strikeouts from Cliff Lee, one of the best pitches in, in the baseball, uh, Chris Medlin and the Braves beat him one Uh Coming off the ba- bench, Chris Johnson hits an 8th inning homer Okay, off of Chris Lee, and the Braves win one nothing. So right now they're tied with the Cardinals, but they hold a tiebreaker. They beat the Cardinals in the uh, head-to-head series. So they just got to win one or two of the last two four games, one or two of the last four games, and they got the home field advantage throughout. out. And they're taking on the Phillies tonight up there in Turner Field, 7-10. We'll have Martin pitching for the Phillies, and we'll have Miner going for the Braves. Uh, Medlin picks up his 15th win of the season, and Craig Kimball... Fiftieth save, and uh, you got to love that. Let's give a big shout out to Doug Hansel. Doug Hansel uh, won the USGA Senior Amateur on Thursday. He beat Pat O'Donnell three to two in the championship match at Wade Hampton Golf Course golf course, golf club, and cashiers, North Carolina. I mean, if you know anything about Doug Hansel, he's he's phenomenal. I've never met him. Just reading the articles that Stephen Weeks, Elmo Weeks, writes about him in the Savannah Morning News. Uh, i got to meet this guy. He's a physician specializing in pulmonary critical care. He's also got diabetes. So uh, to go out there and play and win and do what he's doing, unbelievable. Doug Hansel, the USGA, United States Golf Association Senior Amateur Championship 2013. Okay, the Savannah Sports Council with Georgia Power gave out their local yearly sports awards and we had some great recipients. Um, uh, The the one that I really got to talk about is the John F. Hodges Oasis Award. Uh, This goes to a standout person who's been made a big impact in savannah sports and john hodges was a great baseball fan but the 2013th oasis award winner was joe roberts he's the retired armstrong atlantic state University baseball coach he's the winniest baseball coach in division two i mean great award uh joe roberts great man uh then we had boys basketball of course the Johnson Adams Mashers winning the state title. Memorial Day School winning the state title. Women's Tennis uh, at Armstrong winning a national championship. The women's lacrosse at SCAD making an unbelievable run. The swimming teams over at SCAD won awards. And, of course, the Sand Nats, the only professional team, sports team here in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, they got an award also. And the sports event of the year was the Savannah Challenger held at the landings. A uh, great event every year here in Savannah, Georgia. Okay, high school scoreboard. We're going with... Thursday night action. Appling County came to Savannah and beat Savannah High forty to nothing. On Friday, last night at Memorial, Jenkins takes care of Groves forty to seven. Brandon Carter, senior quarterback, another big game. He threw for four touchdowns on the night, and he connected with Juan Delarosa for a pair of scores, and Malik Ben Levy and Akeem Bird scored the other touchdowns. He added a rushing touchdown. I mean, uh, there's there's a nominee for the Enmark WJCL ESPN Radio. Uh, Football Player of the Week, and that's Brandon Carter, quarterback at Jenkins. 40-7 over Groves. Effingham County takes care of business and beats Bradwell, 7-6. Johnson goes to Southeast Bullock and loses 31-20. Richmond Hill, that was our high school. ESPN Radio, Enmark, fueled by Enmark, game of the week last night. Richmond Hill, 47, Glen Academy, 28. Nick Fitzgerald, the quarterback, he played wide receiver last year and he scored the winning touchdown against Glen Academy last year on, in the last minute of the game. And uh, Fitzgerald was unbelievable last night. He ran for five touchdowns. He threw for two. He ran for 162 yards on 27 carries. And he threw two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, just an unbelievable day by Mr. Fitzgerald. Richmond Hill over Glen Academy, 47, 28. Richmond Hill now is 4-0. South Effingham loses a heartbreak. The The Glen Hills, 39-37 up there in the crowd. Beach goes to Brantley County, loses 25-14. Benedictine all over Atkinson County, 48-7. Six different BC players scored. Mikey Huggins was the leading rusher. Uh, five run. He had, uh, scored on runs of five and 55 yards. He finished with 102 yards on five carries. Chase Marini, the backup quarterback, had 85 yards on four carries. Brad Stewart uh, opened the game by score, uh, catching a 22-yard touchdown pass from Stevie Powers. The BC Cadets playing Bennett, uh, playing Bryan County next. Week both undefeated and talk about Bryan County. They take care of business and they beat Long County 54 21. Nick Scott, this is the kid you got to watch next week, 171 yards, four touchdowns. Quarterback can do the same thing. Jeremy McClendon threw for 167 yards and two scores and ran for another. It's going to be a, a, a barn burner. Uh, uh, Donnie Brook there at TA Wright Stadium Friday night, two undefeated teams in class. Uh, Class AA, 2A region, um, I'm excited about. It. And that's our ESPN High School Game of the Week, fueled by Enmark. Bryan County against BC. And it's BC's homecoming, so you can expect the packed house. Johnson County comes down and... Garden City beats Savannah Christian 14-7. Brandon Thomas had a good night for the Red Raiders. He was 10-15 for 149 yards. uh, Completed six or seven passes in the second half. Uh, Almost got the Red Raiders to come back and win that game. Bethesda loses 47-8 to Pinewood Christian. Memorial Day School goes down to First Presbyterian and beats them 87-6. And tonight, on tap at Memorial Stadium, Ware County comes to take on Windsor Forest. Not tonight at 2 o'clock at Memorial Stadium, South Carolina High School League. Buford beats Carolina Forest 49-35, Bluffton over Hilton Head. Take that back. Hilton Head remains undefeated. They're 5-0. Hilton Head beats Bluffton, 33-32. That role reversed this year. Hilton Head beats Bluffton, 33-32. Uh, Northwood Academy beats Hilton Prep, 41-17. Thomas Hayward over Thomas Sumter, 42-6. And Estill beats Well Branch, 40-0. Those are the scores. We've got a lot going on. Remember, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. they got 26 of the finest and best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center. Digital MRI, X-ray service, physical therapy, hand therapy—it's all in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth—that's optumhealth.com. Well, next up. We're going to be talking Redskin football, Bryan County football, with the head coach, David Wilson. You're listening to the Call of Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optim right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back.
0: And now... Back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400
1: and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for another Saturday morning talking about local sports right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, and this is brought to you by Optimorthopedics. Orthopedics, they're Dr. Led and patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. Well, unbelievable stories in football this year. And this program, I mean, overall doing research, and, you know, don't take this wrong way, has only four winning seasons. They won in 1991, 1987, 1986, 1985. Well, this year, they're guaranteed to have a winning season because they've already won five games. They're, they're the Cinderella story of football this year. Yeah. They've beaten Calvary. Everybody thought that was a fluke, but no. They're for real. They beat Calvary 40 29 in their first game. They beat Two County, another good football program, 34 27. They took on Jeff Davis, beat them 38 uh, 0. Then they went and played McIntosh County Academy, another good program, 27 20. And they drove down to Long County, Ludowice last night, and uh, beat, uh, sorry, they played at home last night, and they beat Long County 54 21. And the man that's running the show, and I do got to apologize because I've be calling. David Wilson, that's the new Giant fan of me because David Wilson's the running back for the Giants. It's Mark Wilson. He's has head coach for 22 years. This is his fifth year at Bryan County. He's got a 15-11 record, and they're on a roll. Joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. You're not on the hot seat, Coach. Is the head coach of the Bryan County High School football Redskins, Coach Mark Wilson. Good morning, Mark. How's it going? Going great. Going great. Going on a great, beautiful day, beautiful weather, just feels like football season, right coach?
3: It really is. I tell you what, it's uh fun. Gets a little cool in the air and uh have a great time on Friday night and then you got college football on Saturday. You can't beat it.
1: And then you got the pros on Sunday, which we won't talk about the Falcons right now. But, coach, tell everybody about uh, Mark Wilson. I mean, you've been coaching for 22 years as a head coach. You got a, you know, you got a record. You're you, you turning this Bryan County High School program around. The kids are believing it. You got great players. Tell us about Mark, Smith, uh, Mark Wilson and you wound up over there at Bryan County.
2: I'll tell you what,
3: uh, you know, we, uh, came here and, uh, been fortunate enough to build programs, uh, several places I've been and, uh, we just did what we've done at other places, come in and, uh, you know, talk about the kids about having class character and committing to the program and, uh, they've gotten in the weight room and the classroom and done what they're supposed to do and gotten a lot stronger and, and been able to, uh, Built it up, and they've bought in. And this senior class, my first senior class uh, since I've been here, and they've just done a great job. They've bought in and, and worked real hard, and uh, they're seeing it pay off now.
1: Now, what has been the difference since you've been there for four years? And you know the program, everything. You know you can find anything you want on the internet. And I found Richmond Hill had four or five wins, winning seasons over there in the Bryan County area. What, what, what have they brought into the program? Why have they, what, what have they gotten out of this? It seems like you're bigger, faster, stronger. I mean, what's? How did? How does it change their attitude? Well, I
3: think, uh, you know, the come-in administration, let us uh, get the kids in the weight room. They've really worked hard in that. We're so much stronger than we've been. And, uh, you know, they've uh, done what we've asked them to do. The coaches have done a great job. My assistants, uh, they they bought in when I came and done a great job. And so, uh, you know, once they did that, you know, it's taken us a little while. Uh, we Last year, you know, had a pretty good year. uh Two years ago in Single A, and then we bumped up the Double A, and it took us a little while to get used to that. And I think we're uh, finally, you know, the weight room kicked in, and the kids have uh, done a good job with that.
1: Yeah, two years ago you were six and four. The um, kids, the kids did a great job last year. You had to make the switch, you went up to Double A, which. I've I looked at the, uh, the enrollment numbers. It's not by much that you're a double-A. You are in double you do not matter. And uh, you had to move up. But now, hey, you're starting off the year 5-0. and you're, you're 4-0 in region play. Uh, did you expect this? Did you see it coming?
3: I'm sorry. Can you ask that again? I'm sorry.
1: I said you, you've started off 5-0. You're 4-0 in region play. Did you see that coming this year? Is this you know, a surprise to you? Or you knew the kids had this in them?
3: Well, you know, uh, uh we as a goal going into the year, uh, you know, talked about, uh, you know, playing one game at a time. Our kids, uh, in, got in double A. Like I said, we're a smaller, uh, double A school and, uh, uh, you know, we just took one game at a time and got that big win against Calvary and got some confidence and, uh, then, you know, uh, get into the, uh, region play and, uh, you know, have a big, big, uh, triple overtime win against Tooms and that really got us going.
1: I know, well, you know, Toombs County, Calvary, Toombs County, McIntosh County, they're all perennial, uh, playoff teams in that region, Two A over there, and now you're looking at Benedictine coming in, uh, to Savannah next weekend, uh, what are you, what are you, what are you kids looking at this game, how are you taking this game against Benedictine, coach? You and your kids, yeah, how are you
2: guys- it's gonna be, Yeah, it's going to be a big
3: challenge, I mean, Benedictine, Coach Britt's done a great job over there, and, uh, you know, they'll, uh, they'll outnumber us, and, uh, you know, they're strong and big, and, uh. Uh, you know, they're very fundamentally sound and I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. Uh, you know, uh, you don't know how your kids are going to respond to that. They hadn't been in that. So, you know, uh, it's going to be something new for us and, uh, uh, but we're looking forward to it and, uh, you know, I think we'll bring a big crowd and, uh, it will be, a, it ought to be a great game.
1: Well, you know, you know, listening to Coach uh, Guy yesterday on the phone and talking about how teams always pick Richmond Hill for homecoming, yeah, you think that's a little, uh, little motivating factor there? You guys are chosen homecoming this year for BC.
3: Well, you know, it's always, uh, always something. Uh, you know, we've we've been homecoming several times, so we've uh, sort of got used to it a little bit. But you know, coming in five and zero oh and. Uh, uh you know we we just tell the kids to play the game it's homecoming or what but uh we don't really look at it as that much motivation
1: well i mean you're coming in averaging almost over 300 yards a game 100 yards passing 211 yards rushing i mean if you scored 21 touchdowns you got a kid that is turning people's heads and nick scott tell us about some of your players on the team this coach uh this year coach yeah
3: i mean I, like i say our seniors we've had some big players make big plays and uh uh Nick Scott's had a great year and you know he's had he's had two or three good years. He's had to start as a freshman and and uh, this is his you know, fourth year really playing and he plays every snap offense and defense. Uh Damian Dixon, another senior, uh making big plays uh uh, he's our main player at linebacker, and uh, again, he's played for four years. Raquan Love, another kid that plays receiver for us, and uh, he's played for four years. So these kids have played a lot and, and come in and had to, had to take some lumps as freshmen and sophomores. But, uh, you know, basically we've just got players making big plays.
1: Well, I mean, you you guys are doing an unbelievable job. You're getting the job done, and I got to go back to this. And you said this a couple minutes ago, and then we'll get into talking about what you see for the rest of the season. We'll get to the two-minute drill here, Uh, but triple overtime against Toombs County. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be an unbelievable football game.
3: It was. I tell you what, it was unbelievable, and uh, you know our kids just keep fighting, and that's what they've learned to do. uh, You know, a couple years ago, or first year, maybe last year, a little bit. You know, we get down a little bit and get down on ourselves. But uh, we've been able to get down, come back, and then that Toombs County game. I mean, it was unbelievable. Our kids are so much pressure, you know, uh, on everybody uh, in a triple overtime game, and uh, they just uh, responded every time.
1: Well, Coach, uh, we'll talk about the rest of the season. You got Benedictine this. this Friday night, then you got to travel to Vidalia. So you got the the two powerhouses. Everybody called them before the season started. What about the rest of the season? How, you, you know, give me the old cliche, like I tell my kids, one kid at a time, one team at a time. But uh, tell us, what do you what do you feel about the rest of the schedule now after this uh, week?
3: Well, I mean, you know, the rest of the schedule we've got's uh, uh, going to be a, a good good test for us. I mean, you got, like I say, Benedictine and Vidalia. Uh, everybody really says they're the top two teams, and we're trying to, uh, you know. Sliding there somewhere and, and uh, then we got uh matter coming up and they're they've had a great year so far and in uh bacon county you know we've got those coming up i think that's uh you know the next four or five weeks' gonna tell the tell the playoff picture for
2: sure
1: well coach you 're the talk of the town you 're the talk of the uh, state right now you 're doing a great job over there, and you know, like you said, you came in, you were six and four, two years ago, and it 's not like you guys have been just going through one and nine, one and eight, and it 's coming out coming out of the, uh, out of the uh, blue uh, The kids are learning the kids are loving it and uh, i can 't wait to see you Friday night because you know you guys are the e s p n savannah. Uh, high school game of the week fueled by m right here on ESPN, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. i got to pass you on the link so your fans, if they don't get out of you can listen on to the Internet. But great job. Uh, um, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Can't wait to see you Friday night, Coach.
3: Hey, we're looking forward to it. Thank you all very much.
1: Have a good weekend. Now, Quick, quick, Coach, LSU, Georgia, give us your pick. Georgia. <laughs> Go dogs. Got it, Coach. Have a good one. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. The head coach of the Bryan County High School Redskins, Mark Wilson. They're coming into T.A. Wright Stadium this Friday night, 5-0, taking on the undefeated Benedictine Cadets at 5-0. But I'm telling you, this team, nobody saw this coming. They beat Calvary the first game, 40-29. to We thought, well, maybe Calvary was trying to get themselves situated, losing some key players. Then they come out and beat Toombs County in triple overtime. And then they beat a good McIntosh County team, and they've beaten Jeff Davis in Long County. I'm excited about it. And uh, we'll be... Uh, Having that – we'll have that game broadcasted live on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, because it is the high school game of the week, and we will have the game day pregame show from 3 to 6 Friday at T.A. Wright Stadium. So Redskin fans, B.C. fans, let's, let's show them what it's like. Let's show them what high school football is like here in Savannah, Georgia, even though or in the southeast of the, Georgia, the state of Georgia, because the game no respect, but you got to be excited about it. Well, next up, we'll talk to the man that got his first, first victory as a head coach. That's on the football field, not on the basketball court, because he's been very successful on the basketball court. And that's Tim Jordan of the Savannah High Blue Jackets. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimalthe right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be talking a little Blue Jacket football.
0: And now back to the Carl Demasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM fourteen
1: hundred and FM one hundred four point three. <laughs> And I'm called Demasi and you're listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton at AM and 104.3 FM. Remember, Optum Orthopedics is still the same great place, just a different name. Used to be the Southeastern Orthopedic Center. Now it's Optum Orthopedics right there at 210 Eastern Red Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. High school football's in full swing. We got teams ranked high in the AJC. We got a lot of things going on, and you know, a great story this year was the basketball coach at Savannah High taking over for the football program because they couldn't find a head football coach. Well, little does everybody know, and everybody should notice now because uh, we had a great article by Dennis Knight of Savannah Morning News. If you want to check it out, that's yesterday's newspaper about how he's got his basketball players playing football for him. and uh, They won their first game. They beat Tattnall County the other day, 12-6, and that's the first win for Tim Jordan on the football field on the gridiron. He's won many a game on the basketball court. He's won a state title in basketball, and uh, I I mean he's, you know he's just he's he's just doing a great great job so uh I mean uh so I mean what what do I say here's a guy That loves the school he works at. This is a guy that's committed to his school. He's been there since 1994. I mean, you know, and they needed a coach. Now, Tim Jordan was a football player. He went to Savannah State, did a great job. Uh, He came out of college, and uh, he wound up hooking up uh, teaching and coaching basketball, and he wound up coaching basketball under Ron Love at Savannah High, and he stayed with it. So, But, you know, know, he's got his basketball players coming out there, Jamal Norman and Jermaine Williams, both point guards guards on his basketball team leading the way. I mean, you know, it it, it has to have some chemistry when these two guys connect on the football field. So, uh, you know, Tim Jordan, great job. First win on the... uh, Football field on a gridiron. Just loves those kids over there at Savannah High, and that's what it's all about. And that's why you coach high school sports. You're not doing for the money. You're doing it because you love the game and you love the kids. I mean, it, it, the kids is what really matters, and I think, uh, you know, Tim has the right, uh, right ideal, so... But uh, we got a lot of high school football going on. We had a great game last night, our high school game of the week, fueled by m down there in Glen Academy or Glen County Stadium between the bricks. Beautiful football facility, and Richmond Hill comes away with a big win, 47-28. This next guy gives us our first look every Thursday night right here on ESPN Radio, uh, Savannah. And he's also my producer every Saturday morning, and he loves football as much as I do. And he talks to all the coaches, and he has a lot of a great perspective of what's going on in high school football in this area area, whether it's in the Golden Isle or up here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's the man that hosts the first look of high school football every Thursday night at 6 o'clock here on ESPN Radio Savannah, P.J. Zuko. What's up, P.J.? Hey, Carl. Going good. Going well. How are you? Uh, you know, we're talking local sports, we're talking high school football, and if anybody wants to give us a call, let's hear what you got to say about your team. Give us a call at 912-920-4441-4441. The lines are open. But uh, your perspective on the first five weeks of high school football, uh, I mean, you talk to the coaches every week, you, you do your show every Thursday night, which sounds great. It's every Thursday night at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN Radio. Tell us about your perspective uh, uh, on this year's season so far.
4: Right now, just everything's going great up there in Savannah right now. I mean, you got a lot of good teams and a lot of competitive football. Every Friday night you have several games to go to, and that's why I really encourage uh, on my show, I always say it at least once or twice a week, go out and be a fan every Friday night because guaranteed you're going to find, you you can go out and not know anything about Savannah. You drive around for five minutes, you're going to find a great football game to watch. And and I'll tell you what, it's just, it's been good to keep track uh, of these teams that really uh, benedictine up there i heard a lot about them coming in the season and and me not being up there in savannah you know i'm kind of getting new new to these teams and getting acclimated figuring out what they're all about and benedictine is is just a juggernaut up there they're they're doing very well danny Britt is very a very humble guy and and he's very respectful of you know We're going to take one week at a time. So he's not going to be caught looking into the future, and he's not going to be caught looking too far into the past. He's worried about this week, what can we do this week. And so far, that outlook has worked great for him as they're just rolling up there at Benedictine, a big win against Vidalia last week. Another team very impressed with right now is Richmond Hill. Coming down, that's an impressive win against GA. They're really rolling... they, they really have that offense ticking now. And, and talking to Lyman Guy a couple weeks ago, after his first couple games, he was saying, you know, we need to get better. Although we won our first couple games, we still need to get better. We're still trying to figure things out. And then he puts it, Tim Jordan. We don't have him right now. But, I mean, they, they have a big win against Savannah High. And then last night, they go down. To a very impressive Glen Academy defense. Always, Rob Riding's always has a great defense down there. And they put up 47 on Glen Academy after, you know, what was a, a crazy game at first, a very competitive game, and then Richmond Hill pulled away. So those are two teams I'm just very, very impressed with so far this season.
1: Well, you know, you can't forget about Jenkins too. I mean, uh, Jenkins in that region is going to cause a lot of, you know, havoc. Coaches got to prepare for their their athletic ability. Jenkins is going to be the thick of it. Effingham County beats Bradwell, Bradwell seven six. That region three five A is a tough region. I mean, it's the black and blue division. I think in this area.
4: Oh yeah, it's it's built up, and everyone has always with that region. I've heard a bunch about you know Glen Academy and where, and Glen Academy and where, but. Now, you got Richmond Hill, you got Effingham, you got Jenkins in there. They are filled with talent in Region 3-5A, and I can't wait to see how that ends up with all these good games that are about to be coming up. And I mean, it, the showcase was last night, Richmond Hill versus GA to get it all kicked off and started well. Uh, and that game ends up being a very good game, very competitive, and that just showed you how much talent and how, how good that region is
1: well you know we talk about the smaller schools BC who Calvary's rebounded after their own two start there two and two they had a bye week Savannah Christian uh, beats uh, beats a very good Prince Avenue Christian team then loses a heartbreaker last night to another top team Johnson County who's four and0 they lose 14 uh, seven uh, Savannah Country Day has turned some heads uh, so you know even in even in a smaller division we got some good football then you go to Giza uh, Bethesda took one on a chin last night against uh, Pinewood Christian but I'm telling you right now Memorial Day School rolling over all, all over, uh, all over First Presbyterian, so uh, Bible Baptist uh, making a name in Skeezer. So you have some
4: pretty decent football in this area. Oh yeah, you got a lot of great football and a couple of names that stood out to me right there when you started talking about a Memorial Day school. Has been having a great season so far. I mean, they win their first game, fourteen to twelve. I think you talked you talked to Michael Thompson after that game, and their bus ended up breaking down on the way up there, but they still end up winning fourteen to twelve. They dropped one to Valwood, but since then, you know, they've been rolling. They're now four and one. So. Memorial Day School, a school to watch out for. And also, I was interested in seeing how Calvary Day rebounded uh, after their 0-2 start. And But uh, just talking to Mark Stroud, he seemed like a guy that had... Uh, a good head on his shoulders, and knew how to come back, knew how to win games, and knew how to get the best out of his guys. And, and that's exactly what he's done in these past two weeks. I mean, beating Montgomery 42-7, to beating Trutland 40 to nothing. Although they got out to a little bit of a slow start, Mark Stroud seems to have uh, pulled those guys back in and, and has them rolling right now. I'm very impressed with how he's doing that.
1: Well, you, you know, everybody, you know, thought that, you know, maybe Bryan County, you know, it wasn't for real. I mean, there's, there's the story right there. Bryan County and Richmond Hill, both both teams in the same county, same school district, both don't have many very winning seasons. I think uh, Richmond Hill started football in 86, and uh, Bryan County started in 1976. Both of them don't have many. I mean, so, you know, what's coming out of Bryan County also, I mean, this kid Nick Scott and the quarterback Jerry McClendon, I mean, these two kids can play.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. And I don't know what they got up in the water this year up in that Richmond Hill area where Bryan County and Richmond Hill is, but they sure are rolling this year in their respective division, in their respective regions. And Bryan County, just looking at them, an impressive win against Calvary Day. And then they come down to the ship in MacIntosh County Academy and play MCA in a tough game. Uh, that was very close. I was watching that very close right down to the end. They end up winning that game, a tough one, 27-20. To and then I like the way Ke- Kevin Thomas put it yesterday. Uh, he, he said, you're going to Long County. You're, you're going to a place you should win if you're a 4-0 team and team and you're as good as you think. But n- now it's time to put the big boy pants on. When you're expected to win, can you win or will you overlook them well, when you're when you're thinking about the Benedictine next week, and they don't, they come out firing on all cylinders, thirty-five to seven in the first half, end up winning fifty-five to twenty-one. So, I mean, Bryan County, a very impressive team, a Cinderella story, if you will, uh, coming up coming up through the ranks and just making a big name for himself. I can't wait to listen to and see that Benedictine game next week. It's going to be a huge one up there. And I know that Benedictine has a good crowd and great tailgating parties and stuff like that when they when they play at Savannah State Stadium. So cannot wait for that game. It's just been great for Bryan County so far this year.
1: And, and it is... Benedictine's homecoming. So we're going to have a packed house, just like it was against Vidalia. Uh, Bryan County's close by. We're going to get a lot of people there. All right, quickly, give us the, uh, the time slot of your show, uh, First Look High School
4: Football. What time every week? Give us the lowdown. High school first look. Every Thursday from 6 to 7, I'll be interviewing coaches just 24 hours before they play. It's great. I get some great insight from the guys up there. I think most consistently, I like having uh, Lyman Guy joins me a lot from Richmond Hill. Benedictine coach Danny Britt. Tim Jordan, I had him on last week after his first win. And I, I couldn't think uh, of a better guy to get his first win. I couldn't wait to see Tim Jordan get, get his first win. They end up pulling out. Uh, that game, twelve to six, to, to to get his first game. So just awesome for Tim Jordan, and, and just yeah, just come on, tune it in after three and out, three to six. Uh, I'll be kicking off the weekend for you and, and getting some insight from your coaches, and just hear what they're thinking twenty four hours before the game. Uh, it's it's rare that we get to hear that uh, exactly what they're thinking just that soon before the game and, and right before, pretty much, pretty much the day before. They gear up, and they get ready to to play their game. So it's a rare opportunity for for listeners and for me. I I love talking to the coaches, and it's just a great way to start off uh, the high school football weekend, if you ask me.
1: Well, PJ, once again, thank you for your insight. Remember, every Thursday night, the high school first look right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll have PJ, PJ back on in the next segment when we start talking about the college football games. Once again, you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be talking local college sports in our next segment to wrap up hour number one. Yes, this is it. hour number one. we got one more hour to go from 10 until 11. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. <laughs>
0: And now back to the Carl DeBasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>
1: And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. And today's show is presented to you by Optim Orthopedics. Remember, they got 26 of the best trained orthopedic surgeons in the area, and they support local athletes in uh, local sports, and they're doctor-led and patient-focused. And it's all right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. While we're in the fourth quarter, first hours, first game's always uh, almost over. Uh, we got a lot of college sports going on. Let's look at the local college scene. And, you know, this, this, this school, I have to really give kudos because they're very, very quiet when it comes to the athletic scene, but they got one of the best equestrian programs in the United States and that's our Savannah College of Art and Design. They'll be in Florida at the uh, Florida State International Horse uh, Competition starts at 7.30, started 7.30 this morning in Tallahassee. That's the SCAD equestrian team. Then the cross-country teams of SCAD are at University of North, North Carolina at Charlotte. Men's and women's teams, uh, they're going right now at, uh, running cross-country. They also got soccer going on. Uh, a lot of, a lot of thing, good things going over there at SCAD. They do have athletics and uh, you know we, we need to keep on top of them. Savannah State has a Big, a big sports day going on today. Tonight, of course, we got the football game. We got Savannah State taking on Delta State at T.A. Wright Stadium. The game is kicked off at 6 o'clock. It's Community Armed Forces Night. The softball team tomorrow... Has a fall exhibition game against the University of uh, Sorry, South Georgia College, not the University of South Georgia. South Georgia College at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. They're playing a doubleheader. And today at 12 o'clock, you want some baseball? Well, if you can't get the Braves, well, we got some baseball going on. We got the fall exposition game uh, when they take on Team Ontario. So uh, we got a lot going over there at at um, at uh, Savannah State Armstrong. The Pirates defeated. Um, uh, uh, let me get my notes here Uh, the Pirates Defeated Columbus State in volleyball yesterday, uh, three to one. Uh, volleyball team ranked really high up in state. The soccer team, ladies soccer team, going really well. Uh, then, we, of course, we got the uh, cross country and uh, not the cross country team. Let me slow down, coach. Uh, we got the tennis teams involved in uh, winter tennis, and we do have a phone call, and we do have the man on the line. And I'll get back to Armstrong Ath- Athletics. Uh, I will not forget about them. But the man that picked up his first, his first coaching football win he's joining us now on the espn radio savannah 1400 am 1400 104.3 fm hotline is tim jordan what's up tim good morning Carl. how are you well i knew you had to be a busy man i mean you wear so many hats over there at, you know the school on pennsylvania avenue i mean uh, but coach i gotta say this gotta be quick because we only got about four minutes because it comes to a hard break but congratulations on getting your first football victory
2: Hey, that was, that was kind of nice, Carl. And really, it's more so for the kids and for myself. You know, like I've had plenty of wins over the years, but to, have to see the kids get a win and that way, hopefully, we can start going in a positive direction in football, also. Well,
1: let me ask you this, though. Tell us about your first victory on a football field. How did it make you feel? I know it's all about the kids. That's why you're doing this. Because I know you keep on telling me, Coach, I'm still an interim football coach, the head football coach. I'm not the head football, <laughs> football coach.
2: So uh, That's true, I, know, I know you, know, you, know, you doing it, it for the kids. Because, you know, um, I, 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 it's like, like in all sports, you tell the kids you continue to work hard. Good things are to The kids, we had a very good week of practice um, the week leading up to the Tattano game. And um, I'm sure very few very few people expected us to win and dine in Tattano. And um, kids just came to play that night and they gave us great Definitely. Um, i was just happy and proud of my kids, and I'll We continue to work. And never know what could happen during the rest of the season.
1: Well, I'm, you know, you, Dennis Knight did a great article yesterday about the basketball players coming out there and playing for you. I mean, Jamal Norman and Jermaine Williams. I mean, it's pretty special that you can see these kids excel on both fields, whether it's the football field or the basketball court.
2: Yeah, it's good to have those guys going both ways. Because one thing, I've been with those guys for three and four years, and I and I know what they can do, and I trust them, and I think they. I, I like to give kids more options. Like I said, I I encourage kids to play more than once. But one of the biggest. Have never been told. People would say I wouldn't let kids play football. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because I, I did both. And I love basketball too, but football got me through college here in Savannah State. So I encourage guys to try to do both. And I was glad to get Jamal out because we had Eric Newton doing playing quarterback. He did an excellent job. With Eric's five six, and Jamal's six three. So he you knows they make a big, big difference getting the quarterback that can kind of see over the line and um, a little more athletic.
1: Well, Coach, I know you're having a lot of fun and I know, you, you know we were supposed to talk the last segment but I appreciate you calling back and uh, once again, uh, keep up the great work we'll talk more, we're going to get into the basketball season and uh, once again, great job
2: and uh, I hope you're enjoying it I was going well, I think. I got five more games and never know if could get a six within that, we're lucky, but uh, thank you, Carl, for having me. I appreciate you all, you do a great job for um, high school sports here in Savannah
1: Thanks, Tim, enjoy the rest of the day and uh, as you always say, go Blue Jackets
2: Alright, thank you, Carl
1: all right, that's Tim Jordan. Uh, he got his first win as the football coach, head football coach, and he tells me I'm only an interim coach, I'm only an interim, but uh, I'm telling you I've been doing both sports for a long time, and, you know, whatever sport it is, you get your first win. And uh, All right, we got a lot on tap. Let's go with the local f- college football scene. I'll come back and get Armstrong in the next segment. PJ, let's go. We got to make these picks. We got Georgia Southern taking on Chattanooga at the, little, the prettiest little stadium in the United States, and that's Paulson Stadium. They took one on the chin last week against Wofford. What's your
4: choice here? I think they come out angry. I think they beat Chat 38-21. to Wow, I'm going to take them, but I'm not giving any scores anymore. <laughs> I learned Why, my
1: lesson I, last week. Okay, quick. Savannah State, Delaware State. Savannah State won their first game. Delaware State hasn't won a game.
4: Savannah State, 24-21. All right, and a big one, the Tigers
1: come to the hedges. Between the hedges, Stanford Stadium, Georgia against LSU.
4: Quick. I don't think LSU's defense is that good. Georgia forty one to twenty-eight. Well, all I gotta say is uh, I gotta hope the, the Georgia defense shows up because LSU has some running game, so that's what I'm hoping for. Oh yeah, they do, and Georgia does too. That's why I picked that. Hey, my offset pick of the week, this is huge. Ole Miss over Alabama 27-24. <laughs> I hope you're
1: right, buddy. I hope you're right, but I'm going with the tide. Remember, our number two is on our way, we got about, uh, you know, we got a great show lined up. We got another hour of more local sports. So stay tuned. And remember, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. <laughs>
0: This has been the Carl demossi Sports Report sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400 and FM 104.3 this is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report.
1: Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. I mean, that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, city league. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On
0: ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.
1: <laughs> Good morning, Savannah, and hello country. Welcome to hour number two. Yes, that's right, hour number two of the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optim Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor led and patient focused, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. And it's all right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Well, if you listen to, to segment uh, number one or hour number one, we had a great show. We had the Bryan County head coach, uh, Mark Wilson, talking about the Redskins. They're coming to town to take on the Cadets Friday night, and that will be our. High school football game of the week, sponsored or fueled by Enmark, and we'll also have Game Day, the Game Day Show, coming back to TA Wright Stadium. I know the uh, BC crazies, crazies loved it last time, and now we're going to have the Bennett, uh, we're going to have the uh, Bryan County Crazies out there, Redskins. So it's going to be a lot of fun next Friday night at. Or Friday afternoon at T.A. Wright Stadium from 3 to 6. The game day show, the high school game day show, fueled by Mark, And then we go right to the game of the week, also fueled by mark. Remember, if you have an athlete or a football player that was you feel should be the player of the week, Just go to WJCL, the coastal source. Go to Frank Skilkowski, find the Player of the Week nomination, and uh, make your choice. A lot of big games last night. A lot of kids had great, great statistics. Nominate your Player of the Week. But once again, this is hour number two. got a great lineup for the second hour. I'll be talking local scoreboard right now, local high school sports, give you a football update. Then in the second quarter of the second hour, we'll go with our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. I'm telling you right now, this defense is swarming, and they're, they're, they're doing an unbelievable job. He had a great game against Vidalia, 10 tackles, but no one, Ben, he's... More about his uh, teammates than he is just about himself. But Ben Wright is our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week from BC Football, Benedictine Football. And then we'll get into the third quarter of the second hour, and we'll talk to the interim head men's basketball coach at Armstrong Atlantic State University, Evans Davis, because basketball starts in 12, dates, 12 days for the, uh, for the colleges. And then we'll have our closing comments. So we got a lot going on. Let's go to the scoreboard. Let's talk about those Braves. They could lock up home field advantage if they can get two wins out of the last four games or a win and a Cardinal loss. So the magic number is two for the Braves to lock up home field advantage in the NL playoffs. What a pitching duel last night. Despite 13 strikeouts by Cliff Lee, the Phillies lost to Chris Medlin and the Braves 1-0. Chris Johnson comes off the DL, hits an eighth-inning home run. The only the only blemish for Cliff Lee all night, but you know what? Chris Medlin shut out the Phillies last night, so the Braves take on the Phillies tonight at the Ted at Turner Field at 7-10. Martin for the uh, Phillies against Minor for the Braves. Golf. D- Doug Hansel won the United States Golf Association Senior Amateur Championship on Thursday up there in Cashiers, North Carolina. Doug Hansel is a... Golf legend here in Savannah, Georgia. Amateur golfer, but he does a great job. He's also a local doctor with diabetes playing that game. Uh, Great job by Doug Hansel, bringing home the USGA Senior Amateur Championship to Savannah, Georgia. Then, of course, we had the Savannah Sports Council Georgia Power Sports Award luncheon on Thursday. A lot of local athletes, a lot of local teams got recognized, but the Oasis Award, the John F. Hodges Oasis Award goes to... um, the person that uh, you know does the, has the biggest impact over the year. And John Hodges was a big Chicago Cubs fan, loved baseball. And what other way to honor John Hodges than to give it to Joe Roberts, the retired Armstrong Atlantic State University baseball coach. The man coached baseball at Armstrong for 34 years. He is the winniest NCAA Division II coach. Great guy. Another Yankee fan, sorry to tell you that. But uh, Joe Roberts. If you listening, great job. You deserve it. Then, of course, the other recipients were for boys' basketball, Saucy Johnson High School winning the state championship and Memorial Day School winning the Giza championship. Women's Tennis at Armstrong winning a national championship. The women's lacrosse program at SCAD. The, women, uh, the swimming program at SCAD. Uh, Savannah Sandass, the only professional team here in Savannah, Georgia, bringing home the Sally League championship for the first time in 17 years. Next week, we'll have John Katz, the general manager, coming in talking about that. And then the event of the year was the uh, Savannah Challenger, the Big Ten Uh, tournament they have every summer over there at the landings and it's part of the United States Tennis Association Pro Circuit. High school football scoreboard Thursday night Applin County 40, Savannah High 0. Applin County came back Came to Savannah, beat Savannah High at Memorial Stadium, 40 nothing. Last night, Jenkins at Memorial Stadium beats Groves, 40-7. Brandon Carter, another big game for the quarterback. Uh, threw for four touchdowns, ran for one. Yeah, I just love saying his name, but he connected with Juan De La Rosa for two touchdowns. Uh, Bradwell goes to Effingham, the Rebels, on the buddy holder. Uh, holding their own, they beat Bradwell 7-6. South, uh, Johnson goes to Southeast Bullock and loses 31-20. Richmond Hill travels down the GA, Glen Academy. They play between the brick, bricks at Glen County Stadium. And they come home a winner, 47-28. Great game. Tied at halftime. I did the game for the high school game of the week here on ESPN. And, I mean, Nick Fitzgerald, what a night. He's committed verbally to Mississippi State. He was a wide receiver this year. He's playing quarterback. 27 carries, 162 yards, five rushing, two passing. That's a high school football player's dream. Seven touchdowns in one night. Uh, Glenn Hills comes to South African. Heartbreaker for South Effingham, Glen Hills wins 39-37. Beach goes to Bradley, loses 25-14. Benedictine travels to Axton County, short ride. Yeah, right, about three hours on a bus, no less. And a six different BC players scored. The defense was stellar. The cadets were winning 35-0 at halftime. Mikey Huggins has touchdowns runs of 5 and 55 yards, has 102 yards on the night. Once again, the man, Brad Stewart. I call him Brad the Superman Stewart. Two, another touchdown catch, 22-yard touchdown pass from Stevie the Golden Arm Powers as he was labeled at the last High School Game Day show, which is going to be this Friday there at T.A. Wright Stadium. Now this next team, I don't know if they're Cinderella, but they beat Long County last night. Bryan County at home beats Long County 54-21. Nick Scott, the running back, Runs for four touchdowns, 171 yards rushing. Jeremy Clinic throws for 167 yards and two scores and ran for another. Bryan County, 54-21 over Long County. The matchup, the two undefeated teams left in 2A playing Friday night at T.A. Wright Stadium. Uh, Johnson County comes in and beats Savannah Christian, 14-7. Heartbreaker for the Red Raiders, Uh, but Johnson County is undefeated. So, uh, Johnson County uh, wins. Uh, quarterback Brandon Thomas was 10 for 15, 149 yards. Great second half, six and six out of seven, uh, trying to get the red Raiders, red Raiders a victory, but didn't happen. Ponwood Christian all over Bethesda at Calvary, at Calvary, 47-8. Memorial Day School goes to Hinesville and wins 87-6. And tonight, sorry, this afternoon, uh, at Memorial Stadium, you want to see one of the best AAA schools in town, well, in the state, taking on the Knights of Windsor Forest. Ware County comes to Savannah. Two o'clock start at Memorial stadium the weather's perfect for it it's not too hot okay and let's go to south carolina high school league buford beats carolina forest 49 35 the hilton head seahawks 5 and 0 they beat bluffton 33 32 that hasn't happened in a while and the last time hilton head was 5 and 0 has been a long time so uh hilton head on a roll we got to give them some love puno ford who verbally is committed to play tackle at Louisville. He rushed for three touchdowns, including a three-yard run that cut Bluffton's lead to 32-31. And then they go for the two-point conversion, and they score. And our first, let me get this right, our first N-Mark WJCL ESPN Radio Player of the Week, Khalil Lewis, who ran for like 317 yards that first that first week that we gave him the award, runs for 177 yards last night. Hilton Head High School, 5-0. Um... Ned Prep loses to Northwood Academy 41 17. Thomas Haywood beats Thomas Sumter 42 6. And Estill beats Well Branch 42 nothing. So we got a lot going on. We got a great show lined up. The second hour, we're going to come back with our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Benedictine football player, senior, defensive back Ben Wright. Then we'll talk to the interim head men's basketball coach at Armstrong Atlantic State University. And that's Evans Davis we got a lot going on basketball starting college basketball starting uh in two weeks you got to start you know picking out your favorite team we got some big games we got Georgia Southern taking on um Chattanooga today at Paulson Stadium six o'clock the kid that plays quarterback for Chattanooga is unbelievable and I got saw him live there last year in Chattanooga so it's going to be a tough one for the uh, Eagles up there in Paulson Stadium Savannah State Host Delaware State. Savannah State won their first game last week. Delta State hasn't won a game yet. Pretty interesting, and they got a whole bunch of stuff going on there at Savannah State today. I got baseball exhibition playing Team Ontario at twelve o'clock. Then the softball tomorrow taking on South Georgia College in a doubleheader. So you got a lot going on over at Savannah State this weekend. Uh, SCAD's down in Florida at the. Ex- Equestrian um tournament down in Tallahassee, Florida State invitational. Uh so we got a lot going on with local colleges, a lot of sports going on. But remember this could not happen without my sponsor or I guess there's more than one sponsor because there's 26 of them, and Optima Orthopedics has 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the area, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optima Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, it's a beautiful day outside today, too. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optimhealth, that's Optum, O-P-T-I-M, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot com, for all your orthopedic concerns. Next up, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and his team's on fire, and his defense is, I'm telling you, it's one of the best defenses I've seen in a long time in Savannah, and that's... Ben Wright, the cornerback for Benedictine Military School football. We'll be right back after this. And remember, it's all brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back talking cadet football.
0: And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400
2: and FM 104.3.
1: And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Remember, I've been talking about this... For the last couple of weeks, we now have the NMARC, WJCL and ESPN Radio High School Football Player of the Week. We have the High School Football Game Game Day Show of the Week. We got the High School Football Game of the Week, and I'm telling you, this this next guy that's waiting here in studio, okay? This next football player, I mean, what a week did he have? He beats Vidalia twenty-eight nothing. He's got ten tackles. He's all over the field, and I bet you he doesn't remember, but I know his number is number twenty, right? So, and that, that, that's being the broadcaster, I am. But he was all over the field. But he was he was on this week. Once again he was the NMARC WJCL ESPN radio player of the game. He was the Prep Sports Report player of the game. He was the he's now the, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. And he's also the Savannah Quarterback Club back of the week what a great week to be honored and i'm telling you right now it's always fun getting the high school kids in here and you know seeing these guys come back uh, and you know and knowing knowing who they are because i live here in town and they, they know who i am and i mean but uh joining me now in the espn radio savannah am 1400 and 104.3 fm studio is this week's weatherington chiropractic clinic athlete senior benedictine football player ben wright good morning ben Good morning. How's it going? It's great. I mean, unbelievable week. I mean, you guys beat Vidalia twenty-eight nothing, and you get all these accolades. I mean, did you expect this all from that victory?
5: I had no idea what was going to be coming. On. I mean, you know, yeah. you got you got all these awards, and you know, your, your team's doing great. I mean, now football. You know, football's a physical sport. I know you play basketball, okay? And you know, what do you what do you? When did you start playing football? I uh, played football my whole life since I could of age. So. I just like being physical. It's fun to play. It's the fun part of the game. Now, basketball, too. I mean, when did you start playing basketball? Same. I just played all of them did when you take, I was younger. Do you take the spring off? I don't. Not don't. at all. What do you do in the spring? Play baseball. <laughs> so we got a three-sport athlete.
1: Which many of the guys over at B.C. are three-sport athletes. So he plays football, basketball, and baseball. I mean, I mean, you're having a great season. And you just told us what you like most about football is, is the uh, is the physical part of the game, right? Yes, sir. I mean, but, but what do you do? What did you do this summer to make yourself a better football player? Even though I know it's going to also make you a better basketball and baseball player. What did you do this summer to make you a better football player?
5: Our weightlifting programs very well. Um, organized and we just do everything the same so the whole team got better so it's intense training for all sports there's no big difference no sir well i mean now you're out there
1: you're playing defensive back do you play any other positions on the football field
5: i play a little bit of offense but i don't really get in much because we have brad and peanut and mike there so you're wide receiver yes sir who's peanut it's Joseph Holguin. Oh, thank you. I mean, you know, I, 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 no,
1: I'm, not, I'm not kidding you, people. I, I get the roster, and I get the name, the peanut. Who's the peanut? So it's Joseph? Joseph Holguin. Holguin. Okay, so now I know who it is. Okay, so now I know who peanut is, so I'll be prepared for next Friday night because, I mean, I announced them once on, uh, I think, uh, when you were playing Vidalia, peanut on a – peanut? Who's peanut? So but uh, <laughs> anyway, you guys got your nicknames. I know that. But So the, who runs the weight training program over there?
5: Uh, coach Henry Myers, he works with, at Cohen's, but we also have him as a coach now. Bring him in to do the weightlifting training now. As yes, far as the
1: weightlifting program goes, is it specific weights, is it Olympic weights, is it free weight? I mean, I mean, what are you guys doing over there that's making you guys so much stronger?
5: Uh, it's everything really, running, um, plyometrics, core, free weights, Is everything. So he's got you working hard. Yes, sir. So, Alright, so you're
1: playing defensive back. What's so special about playing defensive back? What do you like about that position so much?
5: I I kind of like that you don't really get much recognition because you're just kind of hidden and no one really sees you but uh every now and then you make good plays and get some credit. Well, wow. you got a
1: lot of credit. You were all over the field against uh against Vidalia, 10 tackles. I mean, you're in the uh, in the face of their I mean, he was supposed to be one of the top running backs in in the in the state uh, Trey Hardy but you guys shut him down good came into the game rushing for 157
5: yards I mean so what, what was the what was the plan was was the plan that everybody to stop him um, no we kind of treated him like a normal running back and did our job that's what we do do our, what we do well and it works how do you how do you like Coach
1: Britt as the defensive coordinator
5: I love him he knows exactly what we need to do and we, he put so much time and effort in the scouting team it's unbelievable
1: now I'm putting you on the spot here He told me that if he doesn't have 11 maroon helmets, or as we call it in the coaching press, if he doesn't have 11 hats on the ball, that you guys have to run for that. Is that true?
5: That's very true.
1: So he wants you guys swarming to the ball?
5: We have to get 75% or 80% 80 to the ball every play. Wow. That's a lot of
1: breaking down film, watching that to make sure everybody gets to the ball every play. Yes, sir. Now, you're coming into your senior year. uh, You've been at BC for three years. Now this is your fourth year. As far as football goes, did you have a personal goal for the season?
5: No, not. I didn't have any goals really. I just like playing the game. Just do enjoy the, the
1: game. Needs me go out and have fun. How about um, the team? Did coach set any goals for the team?
5: I uh, win one a game at a time. Don't look ahead. That's not our only goal. One
1: game at a time. So I mean, you've been playing with these guys now for three years now. Probably some in middle school also. Who else on the team is
5: having a good season? In your mind, who who else is standing out? Uh, running back JJ Gaines. He's having a great year, and. uh our defensive linemen, Philip Burke and Matthew Province, doing very well up front, forcing everything outside to us. And uh, linebackers doing their job. Uh, Stevie Powers, of course, throwing the ball. Brad very Stewart. Well. Brad Stewart. So, know. I mean, there's
1: 110 kids on the team. I mean, it, it's tough to name everybody. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to cover yourself here. But what what, what what what's making this year so special for you guys? What
5: what's bringing you together as a team? I think we came from that. Won a non-stage our freshman year, and we all got a lot of playing time. We didn't want to be there again, so we worked hard and earned it. And we we got to go out there and one game at a time, win it all. So losing was a
1: motivating factor right then and there. So you guys learned from your mistakes. you were young. you were playing. Uh, great job so far. Now you said you know we, we I found out we just found out. I know you played football and basketball, and now now the baseball is thrown in too. Which sport do you like the most? Now you you, you got to worry about. Coach basketball, right? You got the coach at baseball, so uh, you got Coach Britt.
5: Um, I think they all know I like basketball more. Basketball is your love, eh? Yes, I I like going up and down the court, shooting. It's just more of a graceful game. Yeah, five on
1: five, less people on the field. Less, Mm -hmm. less. It's not supposed to be a physical sport. You know that.
5: It's more personal too, right?
1: So, but basketball is the sport. But you know, I mean. As a coach, I know you're probably, whatever sports and season, you're going to give it all what it takes. So, you know, whatever it is, football, basketball, baseball. Now, let's throw the athletics out. Okay, you're at BC. Do you participate in any other activities on the campus of BC? Like National Honor Society, ROTC, what, what else goes on?
5: I'm in the National Honor Society. I'm the Lieutenant Colonel in the ROTC program. And I play, I mean, I do the Leo Club, which is a new club for community service hours. So, what's okay.
1: Lieutenant Colonel? Is that the top guy, or is it right below the top guy? Second highest position. Second highest position. Well, I don't know my military ranks, so uh, you know, help me out here. So you're the second in command. Who's who's number one? Uh, Lawson Turner. Uh, haven't met Lawson Turner, but you know, mm-hmm. still second in command's got to be pretty special because that, that means a lot over there at the school, doesn't it? Yes, sir. What do you What do you like so much about BC besides the sports, besides playing
5: football, basketball, baseball? What do you like so much about being at BC? I kinda, I like everybody makes fun of the all guys part of it but I kind of like it because you can concentrate and don't have to worry about girls looking at you <laughs> less you distractions right do your thing what about
1: the camaraderie though because you hear about you know the new saying now that you see out there BC for life tell
5: us about the camaraderie that goes on at an all guys school uh, we, we're pretty much brothers Like we, don't, we all spend all of our time on campus we're never not there so we all get to know each other pretty well it's like we live together Wow now where did you go to, where did you go to
1: middle school St James so you're at St. James, which is predominantly everybody knows the feet of school for for b c mm-hmm. uh you know before before you got there, did you expect your high school's athletic career to be less, be like this at, at b c did you did you have any idea that it was going to wind up being a starter on the football team, a starter on the basketball team, a starter on the baseball team? Did you ever th- think that it would go this far
5: I had no idea I just thought i was going to i didn't even know if I wanted to go to b c honestly but I had no idea I'd be this. Successful I guess. and fun, right? Yes. And fun.
1: Tell us about the teachers over there. Who stands out as the teachers? I mean, uh, the principal, uh, Father Frank. What about the uh, you know the faculty, the administration over there?
5: Well, I'm I'm a math
1: guy, so I like
5: uh, Coach Ferrari He's a soccer. Or he was a soccer coach. and
1: Still a wrestling coach.
5: He's a wrestling coach now. And Mr. Hicks, he teaches physics. I like physics a lot. I want to be an engineer, so I love that class. Okay, so you
1: want to be an engineer. Well, here's the next step. Future goals. Where do you plan on going? What do you plan on doing? Where, where do you want to go? Do
5: you want to play sports? Well, I would like to play sports if that comes to it, but if not, I'd go to Georgia Tech or Georgia and be an engineer major.
1: Stay local. Bulldogs and uh, Bulldogs and the uh, Yellow Jackets. Any any preference?
5: No, not really. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan originally, so... I know
1: you got a plant across your shirt. He's wearing a Tar Heel shirt today, so you know that's his school, North Carolina. Hey, but you know what? Everybody has their own choice. My daughter wanted to go to North Carolina, but she wound up at UGA, and she's having a good time. So uh, now, as far as, as far as being an engineer, a future, uh, wrapping up your senior c- season, uh, what,
5: what what do you guys foresee yourself as? How far do you see you and your team going in the state playoffs? I think we can make a great run at it. I'm, I don't want to say we'll win state right now, but I think we keep getting better. We'll make a great run. Well, you guys are coming together as a team. You're coming again offensively, defensively,
1: special teams. You've done a great job. And I mean, like you said, you know, a great game against Vidalia. You're the, uh, you know, the, you're the NMark WJCL ESPN radio Uh, high school player of the week, your prep sports report player of the week, you're the quarterback club back of the week, you're the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete. Well, Ben, you've been doing a great job and people are noticing your athletic ability. Just keep on working hard. And you're this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic athlete of the week for September 28th. Ben Wright from Benedictine Football. And once again, we'll be seeing you Friday night because you did a great job last week against Vidalia, undefeated. Uh, Tell me, okay, i I got to wrap this up. I'm going to go a little over here. So, What's it like? What's homecoming like at Benedictine? Because there's no girls there. I mean, what's, what's homecoming like?
5: Uh, every day is a different theme. We dress up in weird costumes, funny, and it's all fun. And we have the hot dog eating contest, that's pretty interesting. Really?
1: Really? What's the,
5: what's the record for the hot dog eating contest? Nine hot dogs, I think. And
1: how much time do you have? 10 Uh, minutes like they do with the original? 10
5: minutes.
1: How how does that guy eat 68?
5: I don't know. I I mean,
1: I, I I can't fathom getting five, eating five in 10 minutes. I should challenge Big Frank on that. Mm-hmm. Coach DeMasi against Big Frank, see how many hot dogs. And we, we throw Kevin Thomas from 3 and out in there, see if he can be the big hot dog eater. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. And it's like any other school. They have a theme every day, and, you know, it sounds exciting. And next Friday night's going to be a packed house. And uh, now, as far as the homecoming queen,
5: does that have to deal with your sister school, St. Vincent's? Mostly. It's, it's not like the cool thing for other schools to get nominated. So we nominate St. Vincent's girls. And... Why isn't it the cool thing? I mean, it's an all boys school. I mean, if you get nominated. I mean, the. The, the tradition, school tradition, yeah. Well, Ben, great job. Always a pleasure seeing you. That's from Dr.
1: Bart Wetherington. Stay right here so we can wrap this up. Once again, that's Ben Wright, Benedictine Military School. He's the, our Wetherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Like I said, he was all over the field against Vidalia two weeks ago. He had ten tackles. Uh, I mean, he stood out. And, you know, for a coach, you always remember uh, numbers, but BC held Vidalia to like 110 yards for the whole game. He did a great job, him and his buddies. Remember, if your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can throw it across the room. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner 70th Avenue, Waters Avenue, right down the block from BC, and he'll help you with all your chiropractic uh, care needs. Next up, we'll be talking basketball. Armstrong, Atlantic State University's interim head coach, Evans Davis. You're listening to the Caldwell DeMossy Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, and 104.3 FM. We'll be talking pirate basketball. <laughs>
0: to the Carl DeMossy Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah, Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM
1: 104.3. Hello, Savannah. This is Carl DeMasi, okay, and you're listening to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah. AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We got a lot going on here today. We got a lot of football going on. We got a lot of college uh, activities going on here in Savannah. Over at Savannah State, they got a big... uh, I guess athletics weekend, we got the football game tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, Savannah State takes on Delta State. We got the uh, girls softball playing a double doubleheader t- tomorrow, an exhibition tomorrow, because they play exhibitions during the fall against South Georgia. And then we got the baseball program today at 12 o'clock. Coach Hardy and the Tigers playing an exhibition game against uh, the University, or I think it's University of Ontario, or our Ontario baseball team. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, remember the Braves tonight. They're going to take on the... Uh, Phillies, and it's going to be an exciting time. And, uh, you know, if they can win one out of the last four, and, and uh, the Cardinals can lose one, or out of the last four, they get they clinch home field advantage during the uh, NL playoffs. So, a lot of stuff going on. We'll talk about college football later on. But right now, we got a new man that's taken over the Armstrong Atlantic State University men's basketball program, the Pirates. He was the assistant last year. Uh, Coach Luther uh, had left, so uh, he was on Coach Luther's. Um, Staff at Armstrong Atlantic State. He played at Mercy University. Uh, he joined Armstrong after serving three seasons as a member of Matt Kil- Kilcullen's men's basketball staff at the University of North Florida. Uh, he was elevated to the top assistant in 2002 2008 and oh nine, where he, the Ospreys had their best record in Division one competition. In his playing days, he played for Truett McConnell in Cleveland, Georgia, and then transferred to Mercer, where he averaged ten point five points a game, five point seven rebounds. He began his Collegiate coaching career at Mercer as the grad assistant for the women's program, then went to Trootland McConnell, spent five years with both assistant and head men's basketball coach, so he has head basketball experience, and he's joining us now on the ESPN radio. All right, He's joining me now on the ESPN radio, Savannah, am at 104.3 FM hotline, not the hot seat, coach, and that's coach, uh, I always get this backwards, Evans Davis, I was going to say Davis Evans, Evans Davis. Good morning, coach, how's it going?
6: It's going all right, and it's okay. I go by Davis, Evans, Evans, Davis, whichever is more comfortable for <laughs> you.
1: It's tough when you have two first names, eh?
6: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've been getting it all my life, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like me with Carl with a K, you know. But anyway, you're the new head men's basketball, interim head basketball coach at Armstrong, Atlantic State. Uh, you came in on the Coach Luther. You have coaching experience, head coaching experience at Truton McConnell. I mean, you played college basketball. Where Where, where are you from originally, Coach?
6: I am from uh, Decatur, Georgia, which is on the east side of Atlanta.
1: What high school did you play your ball at?
6: Uh, Dunwoody was my high school, uh, 1995 state champions. Wow,
1: 1995. I'm not saying wow, but a state championship and uh, high school level, Dunwoody High School. Everybody knows where that is. And uh, So after you got done playing college basketball, what made you want to become a college coach?
6: Uh, it was the the, 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 the kids. Uh, when I was growing up, it was coaches who invested in me as a person, uh, that made me really, uh, get into coaching, so to speak. Um, they, they invested in me, uh, life skills, teaching me things that I needed to know that when the basketball went flat, you know, those guys were teaching me things that could help me in life. And I, I gravitated to that. And when I got my opportunity, I just fell in love with it.
1: And you know, they, you know, you just went on saying how sports, whether it's football, basketball, babies, teaches our kids life lessons. I mean, it's so important. Don't you feel that even at the middle school level, that these kids need sports to teach them these life lessons?
6: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. At, at, at today's sports is it, so uh, commercial, so to speak, uh, that they forget those little things that I help them well, when they do, when the ball does go flat or when they do graduate from college or whatnot. Uh, sports is great. It helped me a lot. I'm from a huge family. I got seven siblings. Uh, and, uh, it, it, we were, we were taught, uh, different things. But once you got into the, the organization of basketball, uh, for me, it just helped me grow, uh, as a person in general and it, and it carried me on. Every step from high school to junior college to Mercer University and, and on, even now.
1: Well, you you wound up on Coach Luther's staff. He brought you in. Uh, did you ever think that it would wind up you being the head coach so quick?
6: <laughs> Not at all. I Every mean, coach, the coach Luther, he took care of me. He's a great guy. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Uh, I thought he would be here for you know ten years, and, and, and unless I got an opportunity, uh, a better opportunity for me and my family, uh, I would be here with him. So when it all happened, it kind of took me by surprise. But uh, I had to hit the ground running.
1: And you know Savannah, Georgia, great place to live, great great area, great weather. What's what's so special for you since you've been here for le- the last couple of years? About, I mean, you probably were here before that, but now living here, what's so special about being part of that Armstrong family and being part of Savannah, Georgia?
2: Uh, my family loves it.
6: Uh, I, I I'm from Atlanta, so I'm used to a fast pace. I like the fact that it's just a little slower. No disrespect intended. It's a little slower than Atlanta. It allows you to enjoy. Uh, I like the culture. I like the the historic value that um, that, uh, Savannah brings. Uh, It's new for me because in Atlanta you're always moving, and then I moved to and I was the head uh, assistant at Jacksonville in North Florida. You're still moving fast, big city. So coming to Savannah slows down. I can enjoy the beach. I can enjoy a downtown, the park, and whatnot. And then as far as Armstrong is concerned, it's just the, the 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 family atmosphere, the the athletic department, the success that it's had. Has had over the years, uh, just trying to get to that level. I mean, I, Coach Luther again taught me a lot. Uh, he always strives to, you know, have a sense of urgency, strive to be the best. And, uh, we haven't had as much best, uh, as some of the other programs, but so we, we, we plan on putting forth the effort to, to compete and get to that level. So I just like the whole the atmosphere and the opportunity.
1: Well, basketball opens what? October 12th? Uh, the 15th, first day of practice. October. 15th. So you got, in reality, you got 16 days to get ready for your exhibition against <laughs> the crosstown rival, Savannah State. What, what do you, how are you preparing yourself for, for, for opening day of practice and getting ready for that first game, coach?
6: Well, right now we're just going hard. I'm telling the guys it's a transition. Uh, you know, those guys played for Coach Luther, I recruited the majority of them. Right now the transition period is over and we're just we're just going hard. It's just, it's a, it, I, I tell them all the time it's, it's 50% mental and 50% mental. We're trying to go hard all the time. So, uh, right now we're just we're, we're we're in the weight room, we're, we're doing skill work, we're getting up and down and we're working. Well, we're working.
1: Well, I see you got one player on the roster from Savannah, Georgia, and that's Richie Richard Wilson. Uh, tell us about Richard Wilson. Tell us about the guys on your team.
6: So, well, Richie is a walk-on. Uh, we, we we noticed him in the recruitment process when we were looking at a young man. Uh, up at USC Saukahatchee, University of South Carolina, Saukahatchee, Montel Baines. And, uh, Rich is a very athletic kid. He, he, he caught my attention just going up and down and some of the things that he would do to go up and get the ball. He played extremely hard. And, uh, Coach Garrett up at uh, Saukahatchee said that Rich would be interested in coming to Armstrong. And, uh, since I've been, since I got here four years ago, uh, I've always tried to get, you know, some savannah kids savannah kids 5 sub-savannah kid who want to stay in savannah and uh, come to Armstrong. and Richie was interested in it so um, we talked and we worked things out and he's uh... He, he walked on the program and so far he's been doing great That's Now, cool. where where he where is he gonna end up in the rotation and whatnot we'll see but uh... so far he's given, his, given us everything he has
1: well what makes it so hard keeping these local outstanding basketball players here in savannah georgia
6: uh, I beg your pardon.
1: What makes it so hard keeping these kids staying home to play basketball here in Savannah, Georgia at Armstrong Atlantic or Savannah State? What makes it so hard keeping them here?
6: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, the few kids, we, we, we've been a transfer. When Coach to was here, we did, uh, we recruited a lot of transfers. The Peace Belt is a man's league, so to speak. So uh, we look to recruit transfers, and we really didn't get into the high school ranks, um, and I want to get back in it now that I'm, I'm at the helm. I would like to get back into the, into the high schools. Um, I'm, I'm really not sure, to be honest with you. A lot of kids, I, I don't know if they just want to experience something different or, or just uh, following friends or whatnot, but uh, I'm going to try to figure it out here.
1: Well, you know, it's always special when you get a local kid back, and, you know, whether he gets some PT playing time, he doesn't. I mean, so uh, I'm excited about it. Now, did he go, I mean, do you know where he went to high school? I'm sorry? Do you know where Richie went to high school? Richard went to high school?
6: Richie is originally from New York, and then his family kind of bounced around. So uh, he, he's, uh, I think he's from the, uh, the Bronx, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I do not know what high school he went to.
1: All right, because, I mean, he's calling Savannah home. I had a Richard Wilson, and it's right in that same area at one of the local schools, so I wonder if it's the same kid. But uh, if he's from New York, he's got to have some basketball in there, Coach. <laughs> that, that's me. I'm from New York. I'm only kidding right now with you. So you got about, you got about a week now to get ready. You're getting ready to get prepared. How about playing in the Peach Belt Conference? Uh, you've coached at North Florida. You know what it's like. What, what makes it so special? that you? What makes it so much easier for you that you know what's going on in the Peach Belt Conference?
6: well I've been here uh I've been here there's a lot of great coaches in this league. They've been here for a while um good coaches all around the board and with with being here for these four years, just being in it when I first came into the league, obviously coming from a uh division one, North Florida was in the peach belt uh, coming from a division one playing division one, you really don't know how good the peach belt is until you get in it. So once I got in and uh, you're going from team to team, from Flagler to North Georgia to Georgia College, uh it's, it's just very competitive. It's a, it's a special league. It's a tough league. As, as we say, uh, it is a grown man's league. These guys are players uh, that come from everywhere, from Division ones, from junior colleges. And some programs have had some success with high school kids. But for the most part, it's a very tough and competitive league. I mean, every game is going to be a game. You can't take anybody lightly and you have to come ready to work.
1: Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck. We got about a minute to go here. The last question to throw at you: What are your expectations of your first year being head coach of the Pirates at Armstrong Atlantic State University?
6: I look for our guys to compete every game. Uh, I keep it simple. Uh, you know, I'm not into preseason this and that. I'm, I'm looking for our guys to compete every game. Head down. Let's go to work. Uh, the ball, basketball, to take care of itself. We got to go out there. We got to execute. We got to compete. We got to defend. We got to rebound sound like a cliche, but I tell my guys I'm, I got an old school principal with a, a new school lingo, so to speak, so uh, I'll let us compete in every game.
1: <laughs> well, Coach, I wish you the best of luck and I, I plan on having you a couple more times or many more times uh, coming on here telling us about your program. Keep up the great work and uh, I wish you the best. You know the kids, you know the program, you know the area and uh, once again, uh, good luck.
6: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
1: And that's the head coach, the head coach at Armstrong, Atlantic State, the new head coach, interim head coach, Evans Davis, uh, taking over the program. Coach Luther uh, um, resigns, coaching Division One level, and Coach Evans Davis, his uh, assistant, is taking over the program. Remember, college basketball starts October 15th, and on October 31st, we have the uh, Savannah exhibition. Armstrong takes on Savannah State. Looking forward to that one. And that's Coach Evan Evans Davis. Next up, we'll wrap up the show. We got a short break here. We'll come back, wrap up, talk college football, LSU, Georgia. And once again, this cannot happen without my sponsors. You're a coach, you're a parent, you're a local organization. You need uniforms, cleats. You need sports-specific shoes. You need basketballs, baseballs. You need weight training equipment. You need trophies to award your team towards your players or towards your employees i mean well you can get and find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at russell sporting goods and trophies located at five oglethorpe mall annex right behind sears right here at the oglethorpe mall and remember russell sporting goods and trophies is a savannah family owned business they've been in business for over 40 years so stop by and get some great help from russell rusty mike and jen at russell sporting goods and trophies and they will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs next up We'll wrap up the show. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back.
0: And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head. AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs>
1: And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you're listening. Today's show is brought to you by Optim Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We got a short segment here. We got to wrap up the show. And I just got to thank my listeners, whether you're listening for five minutes or 15 minutes or you're listening for one segment. Thank you for making this happen. And thank you to Optim Orthopedics for giving me this opportunity to talk about local sports. Uh, I just got to send out a big shout out. To Sam Gia of Benedictine. He won a cross-country the Stinger Invitational Cross Country Meet, hosted by Savannah Christian. He won in sixteen minutes and fifty-two seconds. That's state time right there. So good job, Sam. I gotta find out if I can get in touch with Sam. I gotta get him on a show because that's that's an athlete of the week right there, Sam Gia. The uh Cross country meet winner, 16 minutes and 52 seconds under the 17 minute mark. He's going to be he's going to be in contention for a state title. Well, we got a lot going on, and we got a new guy running down the running down the board down there for me in Brunswick, and that's KT Kevin Thomas of Three and Out, and he's the man that runs the show. and keeps those other two guys BJ and MO. So we got BJ, Mo, and KT. Mo is Matt Osborne, Kevin. A lot of big games today. The biggest one everybody wants to talk about is Georgia LSU in this area. What's your thoughts, big guy?
7: Oh Well, man, this is going to be a great game. I think uh, if we had talked about this game last year, I think Georgia offensively would have been much better. As I look at it, you've got uh, two quarterbacks who can uh, really do a lot of things uh, with their offenses, and uh, I wouldn't want to be a defensive coordinator today. I, I know that. I, I expect uh, a lot of points. I, I don't know if we'll see 48 to 45, something like that, but I do expect upper 30s, low 40s will be, uh, be what it's going to take to win this game. Well, what's ironic is uh,
1: Mr. Mettenberger went to Georgia. wasn't going to play quarterback. He left. He's at LSU, and his mother is Mark Rick, or was Mark Rick, secretary in the athletic office.
7: Well, she still is, uh, actually. He, wow. uh, yeah, he got uh, removed from school for some uh, off the field stuff, and kind of got his uh, situation turned around. Wound up at LSU, and yeah, his mom still works in uh, the athletic office, the football office, and they gave her the week off this week so uh, she wouldn't have to be in the office during LSU Georgia week. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, we're going to watch Mettenberger against Murray, but the running backs, are
1: that's the big story of the game.
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and Carl, I know how, uh, how you like to, uh, to move the football. I'm, I'm sure you'd love to have a couple of guys that are six one. I think uh, one is 225, the other one's 240, 235. I bet you'd love to have either one of those guys toting the ball for you. I mean, they're just
1: bulldogs, bulldozers in that backfield, and that's going to be be the quick question. Can the Can George's defense step up and stop those guys? That's the big question.
7: Uh, you know, I think and I said it yesterday. I think if it comes down to a a game of defense. I like LSU's defense a little better because Georgia's a little younger on on that side of the football. Still some guys that have played a lot of big games already who are starting for the uh, the first time. But I, I like LSU's defense a little bit better in a game where I think the offense and maybe special teams are about par. I'll go with the defense I believe in a little bit more, and I'll go LSU in a close one. Uh, yeah, but, but won't you take into consideration that the toughest schedule, and I know we got about a minute to go here, the toughest schedule has to go to the Bulldogs. This oh, is their sure, third top, sure. Uh, third it, it certainly top 10 does. Opponent they've, they've been battle-tested. I think uh, being at home is going to help them out a lot. I just, If it comes down to who needs to stop more, if I had to pick one, I would, I would lean LSU. I think it's going to be a fun game. I, I think LSU will win by, by three.
1: LSU by three. LSU by three. I, I, I got I to go with the dogs between the hedges, and I know we're getting... A, I, I, I got to go with the dogs. I'm going, I'm going with the dogs 28-24. I think the dogs are better. I think they're going to score more, and I just got to go with the Bulldogs. Well, hey, we'll, 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 uh, we'll bet a, a burger on it. How about that? <laughs> you got that. All right, once again, you've been listening to the Call DeMasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We'll be back. Friday night for the high school game of the week. Whatever you may be doing this weekend and for the rest of the week, always, always have a great weekend. And this is called Demasi saying thank you for listening to the Call Demasi Sports Report.
0: This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics, on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM
2: 104.3.
0: ESPN Radio for Savannah and the Low Country. ESPN Radio 1400 and 104.3 WSEG Savannah.